This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're in good company would like to acknowledge and pay respects to the Wandry people of the Kulin Nation, who are the traditional owners of this land. We pay our deepest respects to the elders, past and present, and to the next generation who we hope to create a different future for. The best career advice that you are not getting is to invest. Hello and welcome to Your In Good Company, an investing podcast striving to disrupt the norms in the finance industry. I'm Maddie and as always, I'm in some very good company with my co-host Sophie. Hello Maddie. Coming up on today's episode, we are going to be talking about investing for a good cause. But before we do so, let's hear from a YIGC community member. Show me the money, honey. Hi, You're In Good Company. My name is Katie and I'm 26 years old. I currently work in digital marketing for a not-for-profit and I earn around $4,500 a month. My current investment strategy is ever-changing as I'm currently attempting to save for a house deposit, God help me, but I do hold mostly company-based shares that are usually Australian but I do dip my toes in an international market here and there. My portfolio currently sits at about $14,000 with just over $4,000 of that being profit. I've also just started dipping my toes into cryptocurrencies and I somehow have managed to turn $200 into $1,200 with a lot of trial and error and mostly small holdings. Today, we are chatting to the Chief Investment Officer of Hearts and Minds Investments, which is one of my favorite discoveries as of late. How it works is that the company pulls together some of the best stock pitches from some of the leading fund managers in the world and then allows people like us to invest in the portfolio and then waives a typical investment fee and instead donates money to medical research. I love your and then. (laughs) (laughs) It gets better. It gets better. I love it too. I think it's one of those things that I had no idea about. And then when we first spoke about it, I was like, oh my gosh, there's actually something that you can invest in and it also gives to charity. But they have a group of core portfolio managers whose stock pitches make up 65% of the portfolio. And then each year they have a conference, which is coming up in December, called the Sown Hearts and Minds Conference, where the best fund managers from all over the world share their greatest investment ideas and this makes up 35% of the portfolio. So when we say some of the best investors, we're talking about like Kathy Wood. If you are interested in getting involved and investing, the ticker is HM1 and it's listed on the ASX. But let's get into it. Today, we are so excited to welcome to the show two guests, both very closely related to this awesome initiative. First up is Rory Lucas, Chief Investment Officer at Hearts and Minds Investments. Rory has over 25 years of experience with the stock market, and as the CIO of Hearts and Minds Investments, it is his duty to oversee the $780 million portfolio of the best ideas from some of the world's top investors, all while supporting a charity. Rory, welcome to your own good company. Hi there. How are you guys going? 
We are good. We're very excited to be chatting with you today. So Rory, we usually start every episode with a couple of questions and we're doing a slightly condensed version this morning. And we're going to ask if you were a stock, who would you be and why? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, well, for me personally, giving back to society has always been an important part of my life. And so any company that I was going to be or be involved with not only has to be good for its shareholders, but it's also got to give something back. Um, you know, in the past, um, I used to, and I still do, I, I, I ride a bike quite a lot um, and I'd go and do crazy distances raising money for charity. Like most recently, it's been Tour de Cure. We would do crazy rides like Sydney to Brisbane or Brisbane to Cairns. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and, and we'd go around all of the schools teaching kids about cancer awareness. And, you know, that, that charity so far has raised 60 or 70 million dollars. And so, so it, it's an important thing for me to be able to give back. So any company that I was going to be involved in has to have a charitable, charitable or philanthropic side to it. But it's also got to be good to its shareholders because companies don't exist without its shareholders and they're the guys that are putting the money on the line. And so um, it, it's got to be something that works for shareholders and does something back for you know, the greater good. So Rory, you're the Chief Investment Officer of Hearts and Minds Investments. Can you tell us a little bit more about what this is? So to Hearts and Minds Investments, look, I was going to say it's a company or a listed investment company, but I'll keep it even simpler than that for you. It's actually a group of people, right? It's a group of people that are like-minded that have got together and they want to make a difference. They want to make a difference. And what sort of people are involved in Hearts and Minds? Well, there are fund managers, like my co-speaker here. We've got some beneficiaries because we're making a difference to beneficiaries. We've got uh, we've got the nuts and bolts people that, that every company needs, now, the service providers, the accountants, the lawyers, the administrators, the custodians and stuff. And we've got shareholders. Um, you know, because, like I said, you know, companies need shareholders to, to put up the capital. Uh, but Hearts and Minds Investments, central to it all is – We've got a portfolio of shares, and those, those shares, it's listed on the Australian Stock Exchange. The ticket code is HM1. The share price at the moment is $4.23, I think it was, yesterday. So, so what that means is that investors can get access to this portfolio of shares, which you'll understand a lot more of as we, as we go through this, this podcast. But you can, you can buy access to that portfolio of shares and you can also make a difference to the greater good by being part of HM1. Is that a, is that a good explanation of what the, what it is? It's a group of people. So the company that you were talking about before when you were saying who, if you were a stock, who would you be? Were you talking about HM1 by any oh, chance? Am I that transparent? <laughs> I, I, I think I probably Yeah, it is. It is. It makes such a difference. And um, it, 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 it's, as you guys said, I've been working for 25 years and – this is far and away the coolest thing I've ever been involved in. I get up and I just love every bit of my job. I love the simple definition that you give of what you do. You know, it's just a group of people. We often have people asking us, you know, what is a fund manager and like what do these companies do? And it can be so confusing. So I love just group of people, very simple, very easy to understand. Now, Rory, you have a very exciting conference coming up called the Son Hearts and Minds Conference. Can you tell us a little bit about what this is? Well, like I said, Hearts and Minds Investments is a group of people. This, this whole thing started back in 2016 with the inaugural Son Hearts and Minds Conference. 
Now, I'm sure you guys and a lot of your listeners have heard of TED Talks, you know, where people get up and talk for eight minutes about anything. Well, the Stone Hearts and Minds Conference is sort of a, 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 an investment version of that, where we get um, a whole heap of really smart investors, and they stand up and they get told, you've got eight minutes to talk about your very best investment idea. Now, now why would they do that? Well, um, in the audience, there's a whole heap of investors, there's, there's other fund managers. They want to hear what the best idea of the best fund managers going around is so that they can invest in them themselves, so that they can, they can uncover new fund managers and, and, and try and make money. So, and, and where am I going with that? Well, the people who go to the conference buy tickets to go to the conference. Now, the conference also donates all the proceeds of, you know, the, the, the ticket sales and any other revenue that it makes to various medical research institutes. So again, it's philanthropic, but you get to, you know, like when it's been live, you get to, you get to sit at the Sydney Opera House or down at the Melbourne Convention Centre or next year Tasmania. So it's, it's getting really cool. But for this year and last year, it's been virtual, but you get to listen to the smartest fund managers in town telling you about why they think a particular stock is the best investment. Uh, which is which is a really cool thing, um, and people are just sort of desperate to come and listen to it. And so we we started with a couple of conferences, and it, and the group of people saw how well it was going, and they said, "How can we make this even better?" Because you know, smart people are always trying to make it even better. And then so in 2018, what we ended up doing was combining the conference speakers with another group of select fund managers to create a, a more diverse portfolio of shares around the ideas of the conference and our what we call our core fund managers. And so we've now got a portfolio, which is what I said was central to Hearts and Minds Investments. We've got a portfolio of about 30 stocks at any one time, which shareholders can benefit from by buying you know, the, the, the stock itself. It's such a great opportunity for retail investors because generally, you know, we wouldn't be able to have access to getting our money into the hands of, you know, these Hall of Fame fund managers and most incredible investors. So to be able to have the opportunity to invest in HM1 and have our money invested in these incredible people's highest conviction ideas, it's just such an awesome opportunity. I am interested to know, though, what is in it for the fund managers? Because you attract some pretty incredible names. So why why do they care? Yeah, yeah great question. Um, and, and, it, and it comes back to the, the philanthropy of it. Like I said, all the proceeds get donated to medical research. And so a lot of fund managers have been successful in their own careers. And a lot of and what I've found speaking to successful, successful people, a lot of people, they, they want to give back. They want to give back to society. And like I said, you know, the conference came about because – before the conference, you know, some of these um, like-minded people, they, they were doing the, the black tie ball fundraising events, and then they thought, how can we make it even better? And, and so that's how the conference came about. Um, and so, so the fund managers get involved because a, they want to help our shareholders. B, they want to they want to um, help. You know, like without the without people coming to the conference, people can't. People, there's no money that's going to be generated to be donated. And so people will only come if they can listen to the people that are that are speaking. So they they do that. 
Um, our core managers, who you know, we were lucky enough to have one of them with us today, Phil, he also, by being a core manager, which he does completely pro bono as well, he is able to channel some of the donation that we make each year to beneficiaries of his choice. So everyone's got a cause that they care deeply about, if it's cancer prevention, if it's heart attacks, if it's mental health, which is becoming more and more prevalent. Everyone's got a cause, you know, young and old alike. Um, and so the fund managers that we've got, they they provide their intellectual property to us in the idea in the in the name of shares, but they can also channel some of their donation, which has become quite meaningful, as I'll tell you in a minute, to um to benefit beneficiaries of their choice. So how does the money actually get donated, and how much money has been donated to date? Yeah, um, so so all all funds, as I'm sure you guys are aware, have charge management fees. So so what um, HM1 does is in lieu of a management fee, which is generally about 1.5%, in lieu of that management fee, we donate 1.5% of the value of our portfolio each year, but paid every six months, to the various medical research institutes around Australia of, of the fund manager's choice and of the board's choice. And we're, we're pretty proud of this because since we started, it's just ticked over $30 million that we've donated. Huge. I remember listening to you, Rory, speak on the Equity Mates podcast probably maybe last year, but it could have even been a couple of years ago now. And I remember listening about the concept of HM1 and just being so excited and blown away because, you know, obviously finance and investing is an area that Sophie and I are both so interested in and we really love it. But to be able to sort of take this other angle and be able to incorporate other things in life that you care so much about and put it together with investing is just such a cool concept. And I wish I'd come up with it myself, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> I have to ask before we switch over to chatting with Phil, what is your favorite stock pitch to come out of the conference thus far? Ah, <laughs> uh, look, um, yeah, there's been about there's been 10 to 15 every year, um, and so there's about 50 of them. They're all so good, and you know, like it's hard to it's hard to pick a best one. I'll give you two. It's got to be Tesla. <laughs> um, Tesla's got to be number one, which Kathy Wood from Arc Funds pitched last year. And the the reason the reason it's um, it's my favourite is because it was gutsy. It it was a real gutsy call. Like, uh, Kathy Wood, she at the time was actually considered the most trolled portfolio manager in the world. And it wow. was because of her views on Tesla. They were controversial. You know, she said that they were far and away the best electric vehicle company in the world. She described them as a technology company, not a car company. And so many people were naysayers, haters. You know, they, they just... They didn't want to do it. And she had the guts to stand up and say why it was such a good pitch. And you know what? 500% you know, share price appreciation 12 months later. You know, I have to she tip my cap to, to Kathy. Um, gutsy and successful. Um, and, and the other one, which I, I, I was just, uh, when I was just listening to it, it was just one of those glued to the, you know, glued to the um, the stage. But it was when when Hamish Corlett, uh, one of our one of our fund managers, pitched Spotify. Everyone's heard of Spotify. Everyone uses it now. You know, he spoke about how they were really going to take over the podcast world, and it was just 
It was so compelling. And again, yeah, it, it sounds it sounds small compared to Tesla, but you know, the eighty percent you know, that we gained in that year, um, it's just phenomenal. And it was just fascinating to listen to. And 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 hopefully those those pitches and a lot of the other pitches open listeners up to um, investment opportunities outside of the banks and BHP and Rio and building materials of the Australian stock market. Now, there's a big, big world of investments out there. And hopefully we're opening people's eyes to, to some of those things. Well, I, for one, am very excited to tune into this year's conference and get some inspiration for some new stock picks to add to my portfolio. But we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back to chat with one of the core portfolio managers of Hearts and Minds. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Phil King is Chief Investment Officer at Regal Funds Management and a leader in his field. He was inducted into the Funds Management Hall of Fame in 2019. He joins us today as one of the core fund managers of Hearts and Minds Investments, as well as a previous conference uh, portfolio manager. So, Phil, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Sophie. Thanks for having me. Phil, it'd be rude not to ask you the same question that we asked Rory just to get to know you a little better. So if you were a stock or a company, who would you be and why? That's a great question. And I think the stock I'd like to choose is Life360. Life360 is an app that listed on the Australian Stock Exchange a few years ago and it's grown rapidly and now has a market cap of around $2 billion. With Life360, you can keep track of where your family is, so you can it brings families together. At the moment, I'm looking at my phone and I can see my wife's at work, my daughter's at university, I've got <laughs> one child on the school bus heading to school and my other son is still in bed. Um, so it's not for everyone, but it does um, bring families together. And that reminds me of Legal, which is our business. Now we, it's important for us to have a social purpose, as Rory said, you know, doing something like managing money for charities is, is a wonderful thing to do. And so we're very proud to be associated with Hearts and Minds, but we also manage money for other charities. Regal, like Life360, is also growing rapidly. Um, and I, I think we've got a reputation for being a leader at what we do. So, yeah, Life360 is the company that I'd, you know, I'd like to be kind of be or associated with. I love it. And Phil, you've got a pretty impressive CV, but I'm keen to go right back to the start. How did you first get started investing? Well, I bought my first shares when I was at school at the age of about 14. 
I was good oh, wow. at, yeah, I was good at maths. I had a very inquisitive mind. And I had an uncle that was involved in investing and he put me in touch with his stockbroker and I bought my first shares then when I was at school. My two brothers gave me some money. My a friend from school gave me some money. And they're all still investors with Regal today. I think uh, Warren Buffett said that he bought his first shares when he was 13 years old and his biggest regret in life was the fact that he wasted so much time. So I think, like <laughs> Warren, I very much share his passion for investing, although I didn't quite start as early as he did. 14 is still pretty good. Like, I wouldn't bet yourself up about that one. <laughs> <laughs> now, Regal has generated some pretty impressive returns, a total of 116% since inception net of fees and annualised returns of 39.1% per annum. So these are very impressive numbers. How would you describe the investment philosophy at Regal Funds Management? Yeah, we're very much believers in the stock market and the stock market providing the best uh, returns over the long term. And we think in general, most stocks are probably fairly valued, but occasionally for various reasons, opportunities arise uh, where stocks aren't fairly valued and that's where we try and bounce. And so we do a lot of work and try and identify when something isn't fairly valued. And so that stock I mentioned earlier, Life360, we saw the potential for that company to really kind of gain a lot of users globally. It was the best at what it did. I tried the app and I found it extremely useful. And so that was a stock that we invested in. You know, other stocks that we've invested early in are things like A2 Milk. And, you know, I bought BWX when my wife came home with some Sukum Skin Care products. And so often it's identifying something before other people, um, but also there's other inefficiencies or opportunities that arise in the stock market for various reasons, such as often we find that when a stock joins an index, it gets pushed up, and that can be a good opportunity to sell some. So we look for opportunities in the stock markets where stocks might not be fairly valued. I think BWX has become, from probably being not very well known to our community, one of the most well-known stocks after it acquired GoTo, Zoe Foster Blake's company, not long ago. So, Phil, Regal Funds is a specialist alternative investment manager. What do you mean by alternative investments? Well, I describe mainstream investment strategies as shares, bonds, property and cash. And then by definition, anything that's not one of those categories is probably an alternative investment category. And so it would include things like what we do, which is long short investing, and I'm sure you're going to ask me what shorting is later. <laughs> and so, but also alternative investment strategies includes other things. And Regal as a business is involved in things like water trading, electricity trading. Uh, we're thinking about launching a carbon trading fund. And we've invested in a royalty fund. And so there's lots of other alternative investment strategies out there. You know, crypto trading would be an alternative investment strategy. It certainly, I don't think, would be considered mainstream yet, but it's certainly becoming more and more popular. It's getting there. <laughs> we just finished our crypto series and one of the guests did say, we said, which asset class is it a part of? And she's like, uh, definitely alternative. Yeah, I certainly <laughs> agree with that. <laughs> So going on to, you know, what you mentioned about the long shorting. So if we take a long position on buying a stock, which is often what we've spoken about on this podcast, it's believing that a stock will increase in value over the long term. But can you explain, I guess, at a high level what it means to take a short position on a stock? 
So shorting is simply selling before you buy. As you said, Sophie, most people buy and then they hope the stock goes up and then they can sell and, and hopefully take a profit. When you short, you borrow those shares and then you sell them and then you hope the stock price goes down and then you hope you can buy shares at a lower price. Now you say how do you borrow shares and not everyone can borrow shares and that I think creates the opportunity for firms like Regal that are set up to borrow shares. And so just like you can borrow some money from the bank, you might go to the bank and borrow a dollar and then have to pay that back at some stage in the future. We go to our prime brokers um, and they lend us shares. And so we borrow shares from them and then we can sell those shares in the stock market. But the catch is one day we'll have to buy those back and return those shares to the lender. And, um, yeah, that's what we do. So we can use shorting for what we call pure alpha or profit purposes, or we can use shorting to hedge away some of the risk on our long positions. And so that just is like insurance in case, say, the stock market crashes. That can provide us insurance um, against our long investments. I've actually heard recently a lot of people talking about shorting Tesla because they're, you know, we have Elon Musk talking about how he wants to sell off a bunch of his shares and he has done so. And so people are saying, oh, the price is going to go down. So they want to short the stock. So is that kind of, I know it's a bit of a funny example, but is that kind of what the whole preface is? Like that you're wanting the stock price to go down? Exactly. Um, shorting Tesla has been one of the worst trades in the last few years. <laughs> As Rory said, you know, the stock has been incredible. I think it was up maybe six or seven hundred percent last year. The danger with shorting is that your losses can be unlimited. Whereas when you're buying shares, you can only generally lose what you invest. But if you're shorting shares, you can lose two, three, five times your money, um, or more. And so that's why it's very dangerous. That's why only professionals should be doing it. Um, <laughs> but even professionals can get hurt from time to time. Um, but, yeah, no, look, Tesla's had many, many sceptics. Um, but, you know, full credit to Elon Musk, he's obviously built an incredible company. And so up to now, he's proved the sceptics wrong. But let's wait and see. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> So, Phil, you've been involved in Hearts and Minds for many years now. You're currently a core fund manager. You've recently been a conference manager. Can you tell us a little bit about your role with Hearts and Minds and I guess why it's important to you to be involved? Look, it's a great privilege to be involved with Hearts and Minds. Um, It's a way for me to give something back, as it were. Um, You know, Rory highlighted how much money has been raised for charitable purposes and that is incredible. And I'm just so humbled and proud to be part of it. Um, you know, I think I'm good at investing. Um, and so using my skills as an investor it is probably the way I can make the most meaningful difference um, to other people's lives. And so um, it's also quite an easy thing for me to do because I'm investing every day. And so to share some of my um, expertise, some of my stock tips with Rory and his team it is quite easy for me. And so I think it's a great concept. Um, I think it's great for you know, managers like us who can give something back. I think it's great for investors. And obviously it's great for the charities involved as well. So, yeah, we're very proud and are privileged to be part of uh, Hearts and Minds. 
And what's your process for finding a good stock? I mean, if you're giving it on to the Hearts and Minds team, I'm sure, you know, you want to be giving a winner. So what's your process in, in for doing so? Yeah, you know, there's a little bit of pressure on the Hearts and Minds tips because they only want the best of the best, as it were. And so you really want to make sure it's a high conviction position. And so, you know, we follow a, a four-step stock selection process at Regal. Um, you know, we're... Mostly and fun, uh, most importantly, a fundamental investor, and so valuation is very, very important to us. You know, we want to buy cheap stocks and we want to short expensive stocks. But one thing I've learned in my almost 40 years in the market is that sometimes you've got to get the timing right as well. And so, arguably, some people might say Tesla's expensive, but you know, if you've been trying to short Tesla, you would have been blowing up, and so. It's very important to get the timing right as well. And so we want to find cheap stocks um, and then we have three more steps in our process just to get the timing right. We want to kind of identify what macro headwinds or tailwinds are affecting that stock. And with Tesla, obviously, the um, huge uptake of electric vehicles is a, is a massive tailwind for that stock. Uh, we want to identify a catalyst or something that's going to change in the future um, and that can often be the next earnings result or something like that. And then finally, we want to identify where other people are, are making a mistake because one thing I've learned about the market is if you're doing what everyone is telling you to do, then often that represents the top in the market. And so often I think it's good just to be a bit of an independent thinker and try and do something a little bit different to what everyone else is telling you to do. And so that's important for us. And so... Yeah, we run a portfolio of many stocks at Regal, but then we just try to identify those three best stocks for the Hearts and Minds um, core portfolio. And yeah, we contribute those to Rory. I have to ask, any teasers for what you're contributing this year? <laughs> well, um, I can give a little bit of a teaser, Maddie. Just promise you won't tell anyone. <laughs> My lips are sealed. Okay, so... We give Rory three long ideas, as it were, for the core portfolio. But what I'm doing this year, and it's quite brave, I feel, because shorting's been incredibly tough in the last few years, I'm going to be pitching a short idea. And, you know, shorting's, you know, I've been shorting shares for close to 20 years, and the last few years has been one of the most difficult periods for shorting shares. Uh, with interest rates so low, uh, money's almost free, and many stocks are trading like Bitcoin, you know, just no fundamental valuation <laughs> and getting uh, moved by sentiment and news flow. And so <clears throat> shorting has been very, very tough, but I'm just going to stick my neck out and try and pitch a short idea. So wait and see, Maddie. I personally am so excited to watch that because I still can't really get my head around the idea of shorting. Like, I think I understand the fundamentals, but I need to see a pitch in action and understand, like, your reasoning behind. So that one is going to be 100% one I'll be tuning into. Back to Rory now. Uh, Rory, we have to ask, We've Hearts and Minds has managed to get Charlie Munger to headline the conference this year, who has to be one of, you know, the most well-recognized and famous investors globally. If we want to tune into the conference, it starts on Friday, the 3rd of December. And I guess this conversation in particular, how do we tune in? It's all online. It's a virtual conference. Um, 
first of all, you, you can buy tickets from the Sewn Hearts and Minds website, which is sewnheartsandminds.com.au. You can buy tickets there. Um, and then yeah, you'll, you'll be sent your video link, basically, to watch it. Um, the, the advantage of a virtual conference is that um, you're able to listen to the stock pitches, including Phil's short pitch, um, for five <laughs> days. You can listen to it again and again and again. So, so Sophie, I reckon you'll understand shorting really well because you, <laughs> you can listen to it multiple times, <laughs> um, which is a great Yay, thing. Excited. Um, the, the, the one that you need to listen to on December the 3rd is Charlie Munger. Um, we call them fireside chats because he's, he's going to be having a chat with um, the, the chairman of another of our core managers, Caledonia Investment Partners. Uh, his name's Mark Nelson. Again, he's he's revered in the investment community. He's he's a dead set legend. To 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 keep it simple, um, he's chatting with Charlie for an hour at eleven o'clock on the third of December. So you have to tune in. That's a once only. Um, but but the stock pitches, um, as well as another keynote speaker we've got, which is the um the professor, one of the professors from MIT and one of the co-founders of Moderna. Um, Professor Bob Langer, he's also speaking as a keynote. So I, I reckon that will be just as fascinating, given you know, obviously you know, everything that we've experienced in the investment world and just in the world with COVID. Um, so that'll be good. But yeah, five days to listen to all the pitches. So, um, it, it, which is a really good thing, I think, especially for younger investors because they, they're not sure they can pause it. They can. Listen to it again. Very true. <laughs> Which is a really good thing, I think. And it's an incredible opportunity because I know historically when this event has been run in person, tickets have been, you know, thousands of dollars. And now we can access tickets for just $500 or with the Your In Good Company discount code of Pod, you can get 20% off. So can we go to the website to buy tickets? Is that? Absolutely. So Sohn, S-O-H-N, Hearts and Minds. Um, dot com dot au. Great. And we'll put the ticket details all over our socials so you can find them there. To close out the episode, Rory, what piece of advice would you give to someone starting out on their investment journey? Uh, yeah, look, again, you're probably seeing I, I try and keep things pretty simple. Um, I would say read, read, read. That would be the first three things. Um, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of information out there, but also ask questions. Ask questions. You know, something something I always try and teach my sons is know what you don't know, and then find people who know the answers to some of those questions. Uh, and, and don't be afraid to ask questions. There's no such thing as a silly question. There's nothing wrong with asking a question twice. Um, so reading and asking questions. Start small when you when you invest. Uh, as Phil said, you can lose you know, with a long investment. You, you can lose what you put up. So only invest what you're willing to lose. Um, but don't just don't just buy it and forget about it. You know what what I've seen that the, the best investors do is that the whole time after they've invested, they look for why they might be wrong. If you can't find any reasons with all your reading and asking questions, if you can't find why you're wrong, then you're probably going to do okay. But if you can find why you're wrong, don't be afraid to cut. Like, you know, like when, especially when I talk to, to my father, that, that generation, they buy shares and they don't sell them. They just, I'm not, I'm not selling for a loss. <laughs> In this investment world, and I, I hope Phil will back me up here, admitting you're wrong has got to be the most important piece of advice 
I could give anyone. Love that. It's We always say, you know, an investment journey isn't perfect and you learn the best lessons from the mistakes that you make. And Phil, what would your piece of advice be for someone starting out on their investment journey? Yeah, no, I agree with what Rory said. It's important to read. It's important to be paranoid. I think being a little bit paranoid and not overconfident is good. Um, but also I think it's important to work out, you know, why you're investing. Are you an investor? Are you a trader? If you're an investor, I'd encourage you, don't trade too much. Just try and invest for the long term and don't get bucketed by share price moves. And if you're a trader, I would encourage you, have fun and don't, tra- you know, don't invest more than you can afford to lose. Very sound advice. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate your time and we are both very much looking forward to the conference and hope that our audience will access it as well. Thanks for having us, guys. Thanks for having us. It's been great. I'm personally so pumped for this conference. I think that every year some amazing stock pitches come out of it and it's so crazy that we can actually access it. I know, I'm so excited. But if you're interested in buying tickets to the Sown Hearts and Minds conference, it's coming up on the 3rd of December and tickets are available now at sownheartsandminds.com.au. Sown is S-O-H-N. Tickets to this event have historically been thousands of dollars and whilst they are still a little bit expensive, you can get five days of access to the online conference for $500 and use our discount code YIGCPOD for 20% off to save you $100. Post this conference, we're going to be jumping onto our Facebook group and discussing some of the stock pitches. So it's YIGC Investing Podcast Discussion Group. If you have any questions from today's episode, send us a DM on Instagram at YIGC Podcast. And if you enjoyed the episode, we would love for you to share it with a friend. And you'll hear from us next week. Catch you then. You're in good company is a product of Equity Mates Media. All information in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of You're in Good Company are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the EquityMates website where you can find ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In a spirit of reconciliation, EquityMates Media and the hosts of Your In Good Company acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.